Well, are you bored yet? If you are listening to this podcast, you might be just a little bit too bored. So I want you to open up the windows if you can. Uh, go outside even more so if you can. And have a breath of fresh air. Because <laughs> if you're listening to me, you might just you might be losing it, all right? <laughs> if that's what, what, what uh, few options you have remaining. I want to thank everyone for listening to the previous episodes. And hopefully you continue to listen. And hopefully I continue also to build... Uh, a, a better flow and a, put out a better product, a, a quality product later on. Hopefully I'm doing that now, but my goal, if you have been following from the beginning, has been to hit number 20. And if I hit number 20 on the podcast, I felt that would be a number that I would start to get more of a style or a fill. Maybe not. It might take 50 uh, before that happens. I really don't know. One thing I do want to mention is if you're hearing maybe some choppiness or some noise or it sounds like I'm cutting off or talking like this. I, I've kind of realized that, that I don't speak that bad because I've obviously heard myself recorded before and, and done other versions of this and videos of myself. I think it's the microphone and because of this lavalier mic, it seems to cut off like a lot of resonance in my words. So it doesn't really catch the initial... Uh, I, I guess, rhythms and tones of, of the word. It just kind of catches it right in the middle. So it seems like I'm ta talking a bit choppy. If you think so, uh, if you do not think so, then let me know. And the way you can do that, and I appreciate everyone that is subscribed on uh, wh whatever uh, platform you use, I iTunes, Spotify. I use CastBox personally. I, I like that one. It uploads quick, uh, seems to be much quicker. Maybe Spotify is the quickest of them all. iTunes, it can even take a couple of days when I actually release a, vid or a podcast for it to come out. But if you're on there, I really appreciate it, and I would like to thank, uh, thank you for doing that. And also, if you don't mind, if you enjoy it, uh, please uh, spread the word. That, that would uh, really help. But also on my Facebook, that's the best way if you ever need to contact me. If you have questions, comments about episodes, if I totally butchered something or you think it's the absolute worst, you can uh, let me have it on uh, the Facebook Rambling B. Jones podcast. That's my Facebook page. So for right now, that's the best way, probably the only way you could direct message me. Uh, there is a link on my podcast page that you can go to my Instagram, but that's not so easy as just going to the, the Facebook page. So if you go there, hey, I really appreciate it send me a message or just if, if you just have listened uh, because I don't really think that I'm getting some uh, some accurate feedback from my hosting uh, uh, the uh, yeah, for podcast you have to have a host that uh, will keep you on their server and all the files you have and help distribute the, the podcast so a lot of times the, the numbers are lower than uh, even I, I know personally people that more people that have listened to it than what it's saying so i'm not so sure because it can go from one podcast the really good listener to nearly none the next and i even downloaded it myself so uh if you don't mind on facebook send a message and also anything you want me to talk about further any new ideas if you have interviews that you want to hear specific uh travel uh, just maybe from travel stories to uh uh, uh, travel uh, ideas, uh, information that you uh, that you may want to know about uh, just 
Asia, Australia, Africa, Central South America, Europe, whatever, uh, I can, if not answer personally, but come up with, uh, with a, a pretty accurate answer. But now that you're probably sitting in watching a lot of Tiger King, I did see that, and actually that's the only, uh, I won't say the only, but uh, yeah, it is the only series that I, I have watched. I'm not binge-watching uh, episodes on Netflix or Hulu Prime, whatever. Uh, I, I've decided to take a, a, not really a different route, because some people are doing this, and this is the route that I recommend, because judging from that time that I was on... Uh, the most boring time in my life, that four-day period that I'll get to in a moment. Um, it's really vital for, and also you may have heard um, when people are deserted or lost, you're in prison or in uh, captivity. It is very important that you keep a routine. Not only you keep a routine, but you try to exercise your brain. Not only your body, but your brain. So watching day after day after day, and who knows how long this uh, quarantine will last. I'm in the States, uh, but it seems like all over the world everyone has been or will be quarantined. China, of course, is loosening up, but they might be tightening back down. But I don't know. But also talking to my friends there, some important things is do not just turn your brain off. If you try to turn your brain off, eventually you're going to feel like crap. You're going to feel like crap. Your body's going to start <laughs> pushing back. It's not going to like it. Uh, video games, I think they can offer some kind of minor um, uh, stimulation, but I think as far as actual uh, using your brain to problem solve and to exercise itself, not only your body. For myself, I feel a million times better rather than just watching. Uh, of course, I watched Tiger King, but that was over a few nights, which, you know, a season a night later at night after I've been studying Chinese. And I'll study Chinese uh, because living in China, I gathered up a large vocabulary base. So I won't say large, but uh, it was survival. So if you want to know where my language is on that, it's survival. So that means I can get where I need to go and uh, eat what I want to eat. And just a language for daily routine things in, in life that you have to do. However, I was relying upon just vocabulary, just using words like... Uh, uh, I want drink. Give me Coke. Right. Something like that. Just not really structurally sound or it, it didn't really flow in sentences and having conversation back and forth. So I wanted to improve that. And it's always seems to be something when you're trying to learn another language, you need a lot of time. And it's not something you can do. Or, or for me, this is from my experience, I cannot just hit a few words here and there every day, uh, spit off a couple sentences, and uh, the next day remember any of that. I, I will forget all of it, and it, my brain doesn't absorb language that way. A, a lot of other things it does, things that I experience out uh, with like interactions with people or locations or geographical directions, things like that, my brain is almost unforgettable with that. 
but things like language, names, it's the same. Anything with words, I just forget it. Anytime somebody tells me their name, immediately when they tell me their name, and probably you're like this as well, uh, they could say, what's my name? And I'd be like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> right? It just goes in one ear and out the other for me. And that's how language does as well. So this is, if that's how you are with trying to learn another language, you probably realize you're not the only one who does that. So the only way to do it is kind of like running a marathon. It's not impossible, obviously, but it's not something you're just going to play around with once in a while and then uh, you're, you're running marathons. It's something you have to make your body submit to. You have to <laughs> beat it into your head. You have to get the muscle memory, your your speech pattern, the, the way you're thinking. You have to think in that language as well, the way that the patterns of the words go. Also, you might remember the words, but as you want to get them off the tip of your tongue in uh, in a, and formulate a sentence, it doesn't come out that way. In your mind, you can say, yeah, I know those words, but it just not coming up. I always had a problem with just greeting someone, like, and I, that, that was like the first day I said, you know what, I'm going to get down and do that. And that's how I started off getting on to like, you know what, I actually want to up my certification. Uh, in, Ch in Mandarin, it's called HSK is the certification. So they have levels one, uh, two, three, four, five, six. Six would be a complete fluency. And I have probably no desire to do that because in Chinese, you also have to learn the, the characters. And that in itself is almost like learning another language of its own. Because not only do you learn the language to speak it, but then you have to learn a whole other system of writing and also memorization of those words. So my goal is more to raise my level in the HSKK, which is uh, verbal only, is verbal and uh, your verbal skills of speaking and hearing. So that's what I want to do. And that's my goal now is to get to an intermediate level. And by the S H or HSKK, the um, the intermediate level is what I'm aiming for. Now I'm beginner level, so I want to go to intermediate. And intermediate at that level is not like uh, intermediate as as the first thing that would pop into my mind if somebody says they're intermediate at like say a sport. Not very good, right? But still, the uh, I have a long way to go for intermediate in. Mandarin because the the discussion topics are pretty uh, I won't say esoteric but still pretty specific, like uh, not things that you're going to talk about on a daily basis and even on this podcast probably I don't talk about but it's uh, it's a lot deeper than intermediate first comes in into mind but yeah the uh, right now I'm at uh, SHK two. But when you get into uh, three and four, uh, which is intermediate for uh, speaking, hearing, and also speak, or excuse me, also reading and writing, uh, that's where it's going to force me onto the verbal, the verbal, excuse me, <laughs> the verbal only track. So, uh, yeah, the, the reading and writing is something that I'm not going to to focus on, and it's never really been my goal for learning Mandarin. And uh, there's a lot of benefits to, to learning, but there's also 
it's it's a whole other system as well and I just don't really have the use for that and I know how bad I am at learning language uh, let's just focus on one thing at a time and do that and, and that's what how I feel about it it's not like learning for an English speaker learning Spanish you are instantly you're reading it you can read it and you re- can remember words a lot easier because you can relate to the the romanization of the letters their their letters so that's how I have to read Chinese 99% of the time is the romanization it's called pinyin so that's what I'm looking at is the letters, not the, the characters, because otherwise you have to just remember the characters. There's no system for like spelling out words of, of, uh, <laughs> of uh, like uh, those, the a structure of a word. It's just that's the character. That's it. Either you know it or you don't. So when I remember the first time I, I went to China, it was a bit of a... Uh, I won't say last minute decision. It's something I thought about, but I had submitted everything and I, I, I just the, the deadlines had already passed. So I was like, well, I, I didn't get in. I didn't get the scholarship to do my uh, PhD in China. So I got to think of something else. So it really went on a back burner for a couple of months. And then you know, through the summer, I was totally, my mind was, was somewhere else. So I give no preparation into actually going there because I had heard nothing. I receive a letter and uh, an email, and it's like, hey, we expect you next week. So <laughs> that's how much time I had to prepare. So absolutely no time for language preparation. And when I went there, I did not even know hello. It was in, it's Ni Hao, if you don't know that. But uh, I went there, and it was, to say overwhelming, is the understatement of a lifetime because I didn't know anyone there. I didn't, uh, I was not in a specific program. I was sponsored by the uh, Chinese government to do research there on ethnic minorities. And that's it. And I was kind of thrown, I wasn't thrown to the wolves. I mean, I willfully led myself into the, uh, the, 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 the lair of language wolves because uh, trying to survive and eating there, it was, it was a bit of a, a bit of a challenge because in the area that my school was, the the menus and restaurants they're not uh, they don't have the pinyin they don't have pictures they don't have English so it's just a lot of uh, uh, just it was all characters so if you don't know what those are you just don't know what they are you can't look them up and it's not net, like now on uh, cell phones uh, this was before that uh, right as the iPhone came out but they definitely didn't have like a trans a translation app through through the camera. And now you could do that, and it would actually translate things for you. I understand that, but at this time, no, it was just uh, ride or die. So I've decided to in- increase that knowledge and gain a language, and I highly recommend you to do that. Even if you, you you don't really think you can learn another language, well, you have a lot of time, and who knows how long it is going to be that you're in, in the home. It's a perfect chance to use your brain, and it, I'm assuming you have the internet where you are. <laughs> uh, you you can get free instruction. That uh, uh, that's just literally at your fingertip. That you compress and learn any language, at least some level of it. You by the time you get done with this, if you started and I mean this is might go on a month, month and a half, two months. If you're in your home every day and you just take an hour to exercise your brain to learn something new by the end of it 
uh, you're going to have something quite valuable. If you're thinking, after this, I, I'm never going anywhere. I'm so afraid of the world. Then stop listening to this podcast now and go go do something else because I, de- I definitely will encourage as soon as everything opens up to, you know, take that, take the trip, you know. Uh, if you survive this one, then uh, who's to say you won't survive the next one? And that's kind of my outlook on life is uh, if you really want to do it, there's no guarantee of tomorrow, so go do it. Uh, given certain <laughs> uh, certain obligations that everyone has to uh, fulfill, I, I don't know your personal story, but really, if you don't sit back, and I'll I'll actually do a podcast on that. Uh, I have an idea about this kind of idea that you you'll do it later, or you wished you could do it, something like that. If and a lot of people now, I wish I had the time. I would learn uh, another language. Well, you have the time. Are you watching? Uh, are you rewatching Tiger King and every episode of The Office again? Or there you go. And I'm telling you, if you do that, you'll feel a lot better. So when was my most boring time over that four-day period that I alluded to earlier? It was when I was doing my research in southern China my friend who was coming with me because that was my within my first year of being in China and so I needed a, a research assistant to go along with me because it was a, a, quite an extreme trip to be going from uh, we actually went over into Burma and that's a story for another time and that's when actually the, the Burmese military was uh, fighting on the border of China and actually got a little lost and started shelling uh, we actually heard it in the distance. They were shelling over into a Chinese village that they thought was a Burmese village. So that that was really intense, and that day I had to get out of there uh, immediately. So anyway, on the way down there from Shanghai, I was uh, relying on him to, to, to uh, help me do a lot of uh, researches for logistics. So he said, you know what, it, it, it's uh, we can take the train there, and that way we'll get a, a nice look at the landscape. If you've never traveled by train, if you've never traveled by train in China, there are a few different options. You have a what's called like a, yeah your VIP train, the padded seats, uh, your attendants that come by with the car to drinks and this is like flying business class or something. Okay, they don't have this train going to that part of China. And then you have like a kind of medium uh, level, the economy, what would be economy on the airplane. So we, you know, that's my, I didn't really have the funding for, to go that, to that, uh, that wealthy. So there's one even below that kind of like uh, in the, the, you can go with a cargo. And uh, then there's other classes that are like, you can hang on to the wings if you want. So I went with uh, uh, the equivalent of staying in the cargo with the luggage. So we did that, and uh, I was like, okay, how long is this train ride? Does this, you know, it's what it takes about a day. It was a four-day train ride that I did not get off of a train, was locked in the box for, for four days with only... Uh, because you know what I was doing with my research, it was all back. It was all in a backpack, so I really didn't have much prepared in way of uh, 
killing this much time within such a confined space. So I was there with my friend, yeah, doing some Chinese back and forth, but when you're on a, a rocking uh, train that was built in, I don't know, it was, it was an incredibly old train, maybe uh, pre-cultural revolution period, so we're talking uh, 30s, 40s, just and you only get to eat or your opportunity to eat is when you stop at a, a station but you can't leave or get out of the station you can only like maybe step outside the train to where people are selling street food so you could buy some uh, maybe some fried noodles fried rice something like that mostly we were just eating uh, instant noodles like cup noodles but the Chinese version so it was uh some flavors I wasn't used to at the time and uh, maybe get some fruit and that's it and back on the train and that was a four-day train ride and as romantic as going through uh, seeing, seeing the landscapes change and uh, seeing the you know the scenic route oh man it I'll never do that again and and I mean that it would have to be a specific reason that the only way I can make it to that place is four days by a train. It would really have to be worth it. And I'm going for the, the VIP package if they have it. But like I said, they that wasn't offered on this train. So you sleep on these. Um, they're like, uh, the best way I can describe it is like a sub submarine. If you've ever seen how uh, the, the sailors in a submarine sleep, the, the beds fold up and then you have like, three or four layers, and if the person in the middle one's up, you have to hit the guy above you, to ding, 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 yeah. and then everyone's just kind of sitting on the edge or just laying in the floor on the train, and after four days, you, there's definitely no shower, and it's only sponge baths <laughs> until you get to Burma, and so from Shanghai to there, that four days, that, that was the most mentally taxing time that, that I've had with boredom, so now, yeah, I, I don't like being shut in so to speak, but at least we can go out and run a bit. So started uh, exercising and things like that. And I feel it's very important to do that, to get your mind focused in on a certain task. If you don't have it, if, if you're still working, then you're probably like, well, yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I don't even have time to do that. But a lot of people, you know, uh, you unfortunately have a lot of free time. Or fortunately, if everything's going well, then you have free time. And I would just say don't waste it because how many other times in your life are you going to be, you're, okay, you're forced to do this. You're forced to, to be there. Why not say, well, I can make something out of it. And when I come out of it at the other end, did I come out better than I went in? And I think it's very easy if you just you know, sit on the sofa and turn, turn the brain off and just go into uh, season after season of whatever show, I don't think you're going to fare well after a, oh, I mean, this has gone on a while. I mean, a week, two weeks of that, uh, you, your brain's going to be pudding. So uh, we've been pretty much here three weeks, three and a half weeks and uh, of quite strict uh by any standard of the, the quarantine rules, you know, we've, we've abided by those. So I haven't had one moment where I felt bored because, you know, dealing with the, uh, the, the Mandarin, forcing myself to do that and really digging in uh, to get my tongue to start 
spitting out what I want. It, it took a few days of just uh, repeating vocabulary just to even get that. So no matter how much I studied in my mind or just looking at it, it's not going to help. I have to mentally be in that zone, and it needs to be for a couple of hours because otherwise nothing's going to stick the, the next day. You can't be like, okay, this one, this one, this one, this one. Okay, yeah, I learned it. Yeah, It's not how you're going to learn a language. So also I'm going and going back and reading some old Greek literature. Uh, um, right now I'm finishing up on the Odyssey. That's one of my... Uh, favorite books so uh, Odysseus right now is uh, just came home so he's about to let the bodies roll so uh, I've been taking this time to Im I guess improve my brain <laughs> if, if if that's what's going on but at least I'm just letting you know how I feel by doing that I feel a, a lot better and by doing uh, some exercise, making my body move, uh, making my brain move is a whole lot better than that train ride. That train ride, I couldn't take four days of it. I was about to go crazy in four days just because it was monotonous of nothingness. <laughs> it was just monotony. It really was. And uh, the landscapes didn't change that much. Yeah, there was, I think, one part where I was like, yeah, it's kind of okay. But train this wasn't a train route made for for a scenic view it was industrial so it, it was it was a very poor choice but a good lesson now to be like you can survive four days of that try turning your brain off for several weeks or months at a time uh, it's not going to go well so I feel much better by doing that and hopefully by the end of this I'll, I'll be able to apply and get a higher certification for my Mandarin and uh, be better for it and I mean what what else can I do other than shut my brain off and that's not going to happen and I do not recommend you to do it as well also something I can recommend is to make a list of where you want to go when this is done and if that place needs a language or you want to go you know off the beaten path which I highly recommend do it you're wanting to go to South America hit the Patagonia a lot of Spanish uh uh uh, vocabularies and introductory phrases online this is unlimited so knock yourself out hold yourself to it don't again try 15 minutes and every other day or something like that hold yourself to it turn your phone off or get it away from you don't check it during that because you want to keep your mind in that zone and stick with it and after a week you'll notice like that's ah, a little better than two weeks then, then you'll be into it, and uh, I, th I think you, you'll regret not using this time for something productive rather than doing something meaningless. So it would be meaningless for me to continue. I think I've said what I wanted to say. I really appreciate you listening, and like I said, Spotify, um, iTunes, my Facebook page, Rambling B. Jones Podcast on Facebook. Send me a message there. Let me know how you're doing. And uh, look forward to talking with you next time.